the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com. Good morning, Senator. How are you? Good morning, Hugh. Always good to be with you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. First of all, great work on Meet the Press this weekend. I felt like calling my friend Chuck, and he is my dear friend, and saying, Chuck, don't argue con law with Ted Cruz because he's been, how many times have you been before the Supreme Court? Uh, Nine times. Yeah. So generally speaking, I wouldn't argue con law with with Ted Cruz, but it was a fine conversation. Can we get to to the meat of the matter? This impeachment is improvidently granted by the House and ought to be dismissed quickly by the Senate. Agree or disagree? Uh, I, I think it'll be rejected by the Senate. I think we'll, we'll, we'll give both sides an opportunity to present their case. And, and then I think everybody knows, all the House Democrats know the votes aren't there. Everyone in the Senate knows the votes aren't there. And, and a big part of the reason right now is, is, is the House case has collapsed. Uh, look, I think part of the reason on Sunday when I was doing Meet the Press, you saw Chuck Todd get, get so upset. And, 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 and Chuck, I, li- I like Chuck. I've done his show many, many times. But he got he, – he, I mean, he lost his mind. And, and, and this is happening throughout the media. Well, now, 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 Senator, media wait a minute. He, he got exercised. He got – Chuck is a friend. He, he got exercised because he, he thought you weren't answering his questions. I, I, I hate to say – we don't need to go there with Chuck. We need to go to the facts, Right. See, but, but I, I want to make a broader point about what the media is doing as a whole. The media is in a panic because everything they promised the American people, everything the Democrats promised the American people about impeachment hasn't come out. So rewind three weeks ago. You remember three weeks ago you had just about every Democrat in the House uh, using the word bribery. They were all saying bribery, bribery, bribery. And, and the reason for that is the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee had polled it and, and done focus groups, and they discovered – that bribery is really bad, and, 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 and when it polled, it polled really bad, so they said, okay, let's all say bribery, bribery, bribery. Here's the problem. When the actual evidence was listened to, the testimony was listened to, there wasn't a case of bribery. They couldn't prove, prove bribery. That's not what the evidence proved. And, and so they ended up going from screaming bribery, bribery, bribery to this weekend. They, the, the, the House Democrats put out a, a 55-page memo in which they made their argument that high crimes and misdemeanors requires no criminal conduct whatsoever, no criminal law violated, not even a civil law violated. You don't have to break any law at all, that essentially impeachment is whatever they want. And, and if you look at the articles of impeachment they filed yesterday, they don't allege any criminal conduct, even a single law. They don't even allege that, that the president got a speeding ticket. They, this is, at the end of the day, about a partisan political disagreement. They hate Donald Trump, and they are, they are impeaching him for political disagreements, and, and that's an abuse of the Constitution. That's not—the Constitution provides impeachment is available 
for treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. And, and as you know, the word other there means quite a bit. It means that impeachment and uh, treason and bribery are both high crimes and misdemeanors and basic canon of, of construction of law is, is that the three are interpreted to be of the same sort, that, that, that high crimes or misdemeanors has long been, been understood. It was a term of art the framers used from English common law to be largely coterminous with, with serious felonies. It's not political disagreements, which, which is sadly all the House are left with. And that is why, when you were discussing with Chuck, you brought up page 31, or at least you referred to page 31 of the Nadler report, wherein they concede there is no crime and that there were, uh, this point was made in the Nixon and the Clinton impeachment. I extrapolated from that, and Kyle Cheney of the Washington Post just went off on me saying that's not what it says. Well, it most certainly does say that they're proceeding without any crime. Now, I don't think our friends in the media understand quite what the Democrats are doing here. And maybe that's why you and Chuck were in an excited exchange and while Kyle Cheney and I were in an excited exchange. I teach con law. You practiced it. What they are saying in that report is there is no crime here. Uh, you're right, but, but but I would disagree with you on one thing, which, which is I think our friends in the media understand exactly what they're doing here. But, but, but they have – look, Donald Trump has broken the media. Uh, there was a time when an awful lot of journalists at least tried to be journalists. They're not anymore. They, they have put their hat on, and, and, and they are, are the press secretaries for, for Adam Schiff and, and Jerry Nadler. Let's, let's take, by the way, that same Washington Post, the, the article they wrote there called me, and I'm, this is not exaggeration, they called me a Russian asset. So apparently I'm working for Vladimir Putin. Never mind that I've been the strongest Russia hawk the last seven years in the Senate. And in fact, just this week, I'm in the process of passing sanctions on Nord Stream 2 that will cost Putin billions of dollars by stopping the pipeline he's building to Russia, uh, building from Russia to Germany. Never mind any of the substance or facts, they've taken the talking point that anyone who disagrees with the democratic narrative with facts and substance is working for Russia and Putin. It's absurd and it's dishonest. Yeah, I, I, I do love that because I was in the Reagan administration. I was opposing the nuclear freeze and supporting the deployment of the perishing twos and the cruise missiles against the Soviet Union. But I get it online. You get it. We all know it's nonsense. I want to know what you recommend to the leader, because I've been all over the place. My mind changes. At first, I wanted a, a you know, months-long trial. Then I wanted to be dismissed before you even sat down at your desks. Now I am being persuaded that you listen to the House managers. The president hires a great lawyer who makes a, a, a you know, a Paul Clement or somebody like that comes in and summarizes why there's no there there. And then you vote. Where's Ted Cruz? So I think it's going to be somewhere in between there. I think what is likely to happen, assuming the House votes out articles of impeachment next week, is we will have a Senate that will commence an early a Senate trial that will commence in early January. I think the trial is likely to last anywhere from two to six weeks. The Clinton impeachment trial was six weeks long. Um, I think it'll begin as you suggested. The House managers will present their case. Uh, that'll be something like like an opening argument to a jury, uh, but but laying out what they believe their evidence is, making their legal arguments. You will then see the president, the, the White the White House counsel and defense team present the president's case. My view is what happened in the House 
was one-sided. It, 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 it was a partisan show trial. They did not allow the president to cross-examine witnesses. They did not allow Republicans to call any witnesses. It, it was constructed entirely as a propaganda machine where they only had one side. They didn't want any exculpatory evidence. They didn't want any. They didn't want the full picture of the facts presented. Well, I think the Senate needs to and will do much, much better. We need we need to be fair. We need to respect due process. That means both sides need to be able to present their case and present it fairly. That also means that if the president chooses to call witnesses, and in particular the two most relevant witnesses are, are Hunter Biden and the whistleblower, and both of those, I believe, are critical fact witnesses to the central defense uh, of the president. What, what the Democrats are claiming is that when, when the president asked Zelensky in, in Ukraine to investigate corruption, that that, that that was, as they're calling it, abuse of power. Well, look, it, it is within the fundamental authority of the president and the Department of Justice to investigate corruption. And so one of the front and center questions is going to be, what was the prima facie evidence of corruption? What, what was there? And in particular, if you look at Hunter Biden, and this is something the media, they, they panic when you start talking about it because they don't want the facts understood. Hunter Biden, the son of the vice president, was being paid $83,000 a month, a million dollars a year, to serve on the board of the biggest natural gas company in Ukraine. And, and, and you compare that. Look, I mean, I, I live in Houston. I grew up in Houston. I know lots of people who are on the boards of natural gas companies. You know what they tend to be? They tend to be geologists, geophysicists. They tend to know something about drilling and, and, and producing natural gas. Hunter Biden doesn't have any of that background. Hunter Biden's now, background uh, is real simple. His daddy was I know that. I regret that. But, Senator, I, I, I think if you end up calling witnesses, I have been persuaded that for every witness the Republicans call, there's going to be a witness called by the Democrats, and they're going to try and violate executive privilege with John Bolton. They're going to try and get the Secretary of State on that trial. I just see bad things happening if you go down the witness route. 30 seconds to you. Uh, look, that, that may or may not be the case, but that's a decision for the president and his defense team to make. That's not your decision or my decision. And if the president wants to call witnesses to defend himself, the Senate needs to allow it. I don't think we should deny due process. And even if there's some senators scared about the consequences of doing our jobs, we need to give the president a fair trial. And if he wants to call witnesses, I'm certainly going to be fighting to allow the president to defend himself and, and to respect due process. Senator Ted Cruz, always keep coming back during this impeachment process because you actually know what you're talking about on the constitutional matters. Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com.